0: Welcome, welcome back to This Week in Fake Ball, your roughly 25 minute slice of RBA news and views uh, without the malign influence, uh, the malign presence of J.R. Richardson. This is episode 48, and today is October the 11th, 2023. I am your host, uh, manager and owner of the Arizona Greenbacks, Jeff Hobbs. And as I said, welcome back. We are going to be talking today um, about, well, we're going to be doing some ass match, champions match stuff. But before we get to that, uh, let's kick things off with a brief uh, discussion of the 2023 RBA season, which just ended a few days ago. JR sent in the final the final commissioner file for the regular season and uh, we finished 2023 with with three teams that won 100 or more games and three teams that lost 100 or more games that's right half the league now, this would be the equivalent of 15 major league teams 15 either winning or losing 100 games so let's hear it for uh for parity in the rba Oh, let's see. Well, on an individual basis, let's go there first. Uh, how about Aaron Nola sporting a record to close out the season of 24-3 and with an ERA of 199. And I would argue probably even more valuable than Aaron Nola, which is hard to say, was, was Justin Verlander of Fort Duquesne. I say that because he finished with an ERA of 1.43 more than half a point below Nola. And he pitched about 200 innings. Now, Nola pitched about 230, so it's maybe debatable which pitcher was more valuable. Either way, those have to be the top two, uh, you know, candidates for the Pedro Martinez Award. The big story, really, though, even bigger than that, although, God, how do you get, how do you have a bigger story than a pitcher who goes an entire season, throws 200 innings, and has an ERA of 143? Well, Aaron Judge of Atlanta hits 73 home runs and puts up an OPS of 1.234, an OPS of 1234. He demolishes every other hitter in the league in runs created and pretty much every meaningful offensive statistic. Aaron Judge uh, smashes the record for home runs in a season set by Edwin Encarnacion of Arizona back in 20, I think, 17. And in terms of uh, on a prorated basis, I'm actually not sure what the record is. Probably should have looked that up. But anyway, he certainly sets the modern era record for home runs in a season. Uh, Dunedin. Dunedin finishes 42 and 119. Worst record in the league by 15 games. 15 games worse than Silver City and third worst all time in the RBA by winning percentage. Uh, The playoffs will be number one seed, Berea, finishing with 106 wins, a mighty, mighty record, 106 and 56, against the number four seed, Fort Duquesne Corsairs, who finished 95 and 66. The number two seed will be Atlanta, Larkin Division uh, winning Atlanta, with a record of 103 and 57, versus number three seed, Lopatcom, with a record of 102 and 60. So that's right. Uh, both of the wild cards came out of the Pucket division. Uh, first time, I guess in a long time, that's happened. I would have to look at that up as well uh, to see how many times that has happened. Anyway, um, based on what I just mentioned about Dunedin, this leads us into... RBA trivia. yep, we haven't done RBA trivia in five or six months, so let's do it. Let's do some RBA trivia. Why not? Uh, this is um, this is a question I think some people might get. It's not It's not as hard as most of my RBA trivia questions. I mentioned uh, a minute ago that the 2023 Dunedin Clear Blues finished with the third worst record in RBA history by winning percentage. That record again was 42 wins against 119 losses. And quite simply, the RBA trivia question for this month is, which two teams in RBA history were worse in terms of winning percentage than 2023 Dunedin? What were the two worst given that 2023 Dunedin was third worst? All right, so that's your RBA trivia question. We will revisit that. I'll give you the answer here at the end of today's podcast. Okay. What's next on the agenda? How about milestones? Since we're closing or just have closed the 2023 season, a couple of milestones to go over with you. Uh, The first milestone was uh, set by yours truly, the Arizona Greenbacks and me. Uh, Arizona has only been coached by me and I've coached only Arizona. So we simultaneously reached the milestone of 1,400 Career regular season RBA wins 1,400 for Arizona Greenbacks and for the Arizona Greenbacks and uh, me. Also, the Susquehanna franchise, which uh, began life as the Gulf Coast Collective, and then moved to SoCal for several years, uh, then became the Chicago Wave for one season, and have been in Susquehanna for a while now. Just reached 1,100 career wins. 1,100 career wins for the Susquehanna franchise. So those two milestones reached at the very end of the 2023 RBA season. Now to the main event or main events, uh, the Ass and Champions matches from 2021. All right, so I'll do my usual, um, let's see, I'll do my usual uh, lead in here. I've probably forgotten. I certainly have forgotten to... uh, to bring up what I need to bring up, but I will try to get those going in just a second. So while I'm announcing this, I'll try to pull up what I need to pull up to make this work. Okay, anyway, so for the 2021 Ass Match, your challenger sporting an RBA record of 47 and 114. 47 wins against 114 losses. And a very similar replay average of 45.8 average, whoops, 45.8 uh, wins. The 2021, of course, Ahmedabad Titans. The Ahmedabad Titans. What a uh, what a team. Uh, they were an expansion team, so obviously not expected to be good at all. And here was Ahmedabad's roster. So I do think I have everything pulled up now. All right, the pitchers, in whatever, in some order, are uh, Sixto Sanchez, Taylor Clark, Tanner Roark, Kyle Freeland, and Tommy Malone, and their lineup against righties. Mauricio Dubon, Luis V. Garcia, Andrelton Simmons, Jake Cronenworth, Victor Reyes, in right field, David Peralta and center, Josh Fuentes. I don't know who that is, but apparently he was a first baseman. And Reese McGuire, the infamous Reese McGuire, catching for the Titans. Uh, okay, so they are the challengers. They're gonna try to become the new ass of the RBA. They're gonna go up against the current ass, sporting an RBA record, like during their, this actual season of 44 and 118. That is really bad. 44 and 118, uh, with an average replay win total of 44.6. So again, right on it. The 2020 Elm Grove Cardinals. Uh, The 2020 Elm Grove Cardinals became the asses, of course, last time. And here's what uh, gems they have to offer. Stephen Matz, Yusei Kikuchi, Reynaldo Lopez, Jacob Junis, and Matt Strom in the uh, rotation. And uh, let's see what their lineup against righties was. Right-handed pitchers faced these uh, the, these fearsome creatures. Jerikson Profar leading off. Will Myers playing in center field, betting second. Big Vladimir Guerrero, a rookie that year, I believe. Hit third. Uh, Michael Conforto, Justin Smoke, Tucker Barnhart, Andrelton Simmons, and Steven Piscotti. So Andrelton Simmons will play against Andrelton Simmons in this series. Um, all right, let's see how this actually went. All right, so here's the ass match itself. Here's how it turned out. Game one. Game one was a five to four barn burner in favor of the 21 Ahmedabad Titans. Uh, they actually had a four nothing lead early in the game and ended up hanging on just barely. Uh, Tanner Hauk got the save. Kyle Freeland the win. One nothing in the series. Ahmedabad. All right, game two, another very close one, 9-8, to eight, and uh, here's how this worked. Um, basically, well, I'll give you the winner. 2020 Elm Grove won the game 9-8, to eight, but it was tied through the ninth. In fact, it was 6-6, six to six, and in the top of the 10th, omdabad scored twice. It looked like they had it, and then Elm Grove scored three times in the bottom of the 10th, Michael Lorenzen picking up the loss for Omdibod. Okay, so that puts the series uh, even at one game apiece. Game three was also close, five to four, and it was taken by the 2020 Elm Grove Cardinals. Now, this one was five to one going into the ninth, but Amdabod scored three times. Elm Grove just barely keeping a lid on things here. Nate Evaldi gave up three earned runs, all three of those ninth inning runs. But Elm Grove does hang on, and they take a two to one lead in the series. Game four. 7-1, Seven to one, our first lopsided game uh, in the series. Hit uh, the the hit count was twelve to four, um, and the winner was Omdabad. So we have yet another tied series. Great start by Taylor Clark. Series at two to two. We're going at least six. Game five was another blowout, fifteen to four, in favor of twenty twenty Elm Grove. They uh, they beat up on Tanner Roark and, and Boyd Matt Boyd. And Kyle Wright, fifteen to four. Elm Grove got nineteen hits. Uh, Myers and Guerrero got four hits apiece. So did Tucker Barnhart. Three home runs by Vladimir Guerrero. How about that? Elm Grove, 2020 takes a three-two lead in the series. Game six is it? Is, is this going to be it? Well, the final was four to two. So another close game. Won by Ahmad. We tie. We have a tied series again. Uh, Elm Grove scored their only two runs in the ninth, final four to two. Uh, Kyle Freeland went the distance for the Titans. So we have a game seven between these two Titans, pardon the pun. And the final is nine to four, Omdabad. So the Elm Grove Cardinals will remain the asses for at least one more year in this uh, sequence that I'm doing. Um... Amdebod scored nine against uh, UK Kikuchi and Kyle Freeland, and it was a, it was a beatdown. So anyway, uh, there you go. There you go. Amdebod wins the ass match. They are not the new asses of the RBA. 2020 Elm Grove hangs on to their, uh, their, their title, their crown. Okay. So next we have the champions match. Here goes your challenger. Sporting an RBA record of, get this, 104 wins, 57 losses, and a replay average of 107.7. That is a mighty total. The 2021 Las Vegas Effect. I almost called them the Las Vegas Legends. I do that a lot on here. You may have noticed. The Las Vegas Legends are a team in my hockey league, the league that the APBA hockey league that I am the commissioner of. Anyway, the 2020 Las Vegas effect had a, an incredible regular season and an even better replay average. And here's what they uh, here's what they bring to the table: a rotation of, in some order, Trevor Bauer, Kenta Maeda, um, Lance Lynn, Aaron Nola, and somebody else, Jacob Junis. <laughs> and Let's see. Against right-handed starters, they trot out this lineup. Freddie Freeman at first base. Trevor Story at short. David Fletcher at third. Starling. Marte. Eddie Rosario in the outfield. Jer- uh, Pro Far, batting sixth. Uh, Ramon Laureano, Laureano. And James McCann catching. Those are your 2021 Las Vegas effect. And they will go up against the current champion, Sporting an RBA record of 53 and 28. That's right, this team hails from the old era. They have been champs for a long time. You know who I'm talking about, hopefully. Uh, they averaged 104.1 replay wins per 162 game replay. The 2012 Fort Duquesne Corsairs. Now let's pull these guys up. Give me just a second, and I will. The Corsairs had a rotation. Justin Verlander, Clayton Kershaw, Ryan song, Dan Heron, Irvin Santana. Their lineup against right-handed pitchers was, uh, give me just a second here, make sure I got this right. Ben Zobrist and Andrew McCutcheon in the outfield. Albert Pujols batting uh, third and playing first base, probably about the last big year that he had in the majors, I'm guessing, really big year. Mike Napoli catching, uh, that might've been his monster year too. Pablo Sandoval playing third base, Daniel Murphy at second, Yonel Escobar at short, and Kosuke Fukudome, uh, Fukudome rounding out the lineup in the outfield as well for Fort Duquesne of 2012, more than a decade ago. Okay, yeah, well, let's see how the series went. Good luck to 2021 Vegas. They're gonna need it. Here we go. Uh, game one was a six to nothing whitewashing of the Corsairs by the effect. Trevor Bauer allowed one hit. Over seven innings. And Daniel Duffy, Danny Duffy, uh, pitched two perfect innings to close things out. T- only one hit and two walks for Fort Duquesne. Uh, great effort by 2021 Vegas. They take a 1 0 lead in the series. Game two was also not close 12 2 in favor of Las Vegas. Holy cow. Kenta Maeda goes seven innings. Disclafani finishes it out. they'll pitch pitching the last two. Uh, 16 hits for Vegas three home runs of another impressive game. Vegas has a two nothing lead. I wouldn't say they've got Ford Decay on the ropes, but it's it's getting there. Game three, 12 to two. same score as game two. This one was won by Vegas also. Las Vegas scored six runs in the ninth so it was a closer game than maybe it appears, but at least for most of the game. Six to two going into the ninth Vegas adds on six more. And they have a 3-0 lead in the series. Uh, they whooped up on Brian Fuentes in the bullpen, Ryan Vogel song uh, for the first five innings. And uh, it's a 3-0 series lead for 2021 Vegas. We go to game four. The final is 9-5, Las Vegas. This was impressive. I mean, not only did they sweep 2012 Fort Duquesne, a team that won, I guess it would have been nine straight champions matches, won won in 2012 to become the champion, and then eight more. They successfully defended their title uh, eight times, 2013 through 2020. They get swept by a great 2021 Las Vegas Effect team. And so as a result, the 2021 Effect are the new champions of this uh, of this Champions match series that I'm doing. Congratulations to Matt Cooper and the 2021 Effect. This is a team that needs to get a little bit more attention maybe than they have. They, um, they did bow out in the first round of the 2021 playoffs in the actual RBA. This was a tremendous team, obviously. Okay, so those are the results of the 2021 Ass and Champions matches. Your new ass, well, same as the old ass, at least for one season. The 2020 uh, Elm Grove Cardinals, they'll face the team that fares the worst in the 2022 replays. And the new champion, the 2021 Las Vegas Effect, they'll obviously play the team that has the best replay average in the 2022 replays. Okay, so let's talk about where the RBA was in 2021 going into 2022. Well, not a whole lot to talk about. Um, we had expanded the season before. and these last few years has been a period of not just relative stability, but I would say the most stability that the RBA has ever had. Um, we haven't lost a coach in a little while, like a bunch of years, I think. And we've uh, yeah, we've had the same coaches, the same teams, all of that. and that was obviously true going into twenty twenty two. It's still true uh, now. And as far as the individual teams went, as far as the outlook for 2022 was concerned, uh, well, Atlanta, Silver City, and Fort Duquesne were all set to decline. It looked like they were going to go into a bit of a rebuild, while the Elm Grove Cardinals were about to rise back up after a couple of terrible seasons in 2019 and 2020, also 2017, they were, they were about to bounce back up in a, in a big way. So that's kind of where things uh, were headed. That's how things looked as we closed out the 2021 season. Uh, Quarantine was over. Uh, COVID was still very much, you know, alive and well, Uh, but quarantine was over. We'd all kind of gotten on with our lives and, um, yeah, and the RBA was, was doing well. So, so there you go. Uh, what do I need to do now? Oh, I need to go back to the RBA trivia question for this week. So just to quickly rephrase it, or uh, just say it again, I guess, repeat it. Uh, The question was this, who are the worst two teams by record in RBA history, given that the third worst team in RBA history was this season's Dunedin Clear Blues, who finished with a record of 42 wins and 119 losses. Which two teams in RBA history finished with worse records uh, by winning percentage than that? All right, so counting them down from three, uh, from number three to number one, well, number three, as I said, 2023, 40, uh, <laughs> 2023 Dunedin, 42 wins, 119 losses. The second worst team of all time, we've got to go pretty far back now for this, 15 years to be exact, The 2008 Orlando Calrissians, coached by, managed by Adam Goodykunz, finished with a record of 20 wins, 61 losses, so obviously that prorates to 40 and won uh, 22, and that was the worst record in league history for a good while. They set the record that year, 2008, and they held it all the way until 2016 when your number one team burst onto the scene. That would be the 2016 Las Vegas Effect, who finished with a record of 37 wins, and 125 losses. Pro-rated, that is uh, three games worse than the 2008 Orlando Calrissians. We talked about the 2016 Effect. They were a sight to behold. And uh, they, uh, they are still the worst team in RBA history. And that's been for seven years now. So they are about to match. If, if no team does worse than that next year, they will have matched Orlando's record for holding that record the longest in RBA history. So uh, something to be proud of? Well, I don't know about that. But anyway, it's something. So um, let's see. I think that's about it for this one. Uh, next time. uh, so the November episode uh, will be a detailed discussion of the 2022 RBA season. We have just about caught up, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, My plan is to do 2022 in November, the 2022 Ass and Champs matches in December, and then probably 2020 through, boy, I don't know what I'll do 2023. I might do it in January, but of course I would have to hold off on Discussing the playoffs. Well, certainly the champion will not be known by January. So I don't know. I'll figure it out. But this has been a almost almost a three-year project uh, that is finally coming to completion, uh, <laughs> and we'll get to uh, we'll get to focus on other things. I'm not sure where this week in fake ball will go once I do get caught up. But you know there are always RBA things to talk about. So should be fun. Anyway, I think that's it for this uh, for this episode of Fake Ball. I will see you all in about eh, three or four weeks, uh, probably early November. Have a good one.